hi guys how are we um my ears are my ears are extremely like stuck <laughs> right now i have like a head cold and i was really stuffed up for the past few days i kind of still have a cough but i blew my nose a little bit ago and now i feel like I can't hear anything, but also everything. Um, let me move this down a little bit here. So I'm not quite sure what to do with that information. But uh, this weekend, I actually went to a, I went to a wedding, and I I love weddings, I really do. But this one was a over three hour drive to go to. And I almost had to drive in the back of a car with my grandma and my sister on one side. And that sheer thought made me want to commit a serious crime. So I ended up driving with my sister, which, uh, with my other sister in a different car in the backseat. So I'd like basically the whole backseat to myself, which was extremely ideal. And, uh, I, I can't really sleep in cars though, to be honest. And I, uh, but the, the wedding was nice, but it was also in kind of like the middle right side of PA. So I'm talking like, where the Amish live and breathe. This was full Amish country. And if you've never seen the Amish in person, it is everything that you would expect. Lots of horses, a lot of farmland, uh, children that are uh, probably about seven years old working on the farm, cutting grass. I saw a child pushing a lawnmower he was wearing protective eyeglasses though so that's good I guess and it was just like the it was just the weirdest thing to see but I also have like an extreme amount of respect for them because they are choosing to live like they are still in like the 1800s in terms of like, I don't know, agriculture, honestly, kind of like everything because they don't use technology and there, I did learn though that there is a group called, I think the, the Nightmen, I might've gotten that wrong, but they are kind of like the Amish, but they can use electricity the Amish don't and it was so cool to see like they had the fucking clothesline hanging outside like they don't even use washing machines um it, it was I saw donkeys horses lots of horses but it was generally very beautiful and I wish I could live that life for a day and kind of just see what I'm missing out on like can you convert to Amish, Am Amish, Amishness, 
or is it just like kind of like a born into it sort of situation i also don't know like what their religion is if they have a religion oh not really quite sure about that but i uh i had to drive to my sister's house first in order to drive with her so from my apartment to her house it was about like an hour and 20 minutes so not too bad but after on the way back from home or from the wedding I had to drive three hours but then an additional hour and a half on the way back home to here so that wasn't very fun but I drove to my sister's house and she kind of lives in the 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 mountains the rural area lots of land very not city at all by any means and I'm I'm driving there and I start to get closer to her area and and I realize I am in just Hickville Central and it was quite jarring I've been there before but I had never taken that route to get there because I was coming from school and I <laughs> I passed this one uh, plaza that was that contained um, a rural king, which is basically like a farmer's store. It has a lot of, uh, I don't know, like outdoor farming things, a dollar tree and a flea market that I later found out that my sister and her boyfriend got COVID at. So, that in and of itself was just one plaza. Like, and there was maybe one other store around it. There was a Dollar General down the street. I honestly can't remember if I saw a grocery store in the vicinity of a couple miles, to be honest. And it got me thinking about how that is just not, not, not for me. But the air smelled great and it was beautiful. So, there are, there are some tits and tats. I wonder how many times I could yawn. I'm, like, trying to get my ears to pop because I just feel like I can't hear anything right now. It's so bad. But, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of how my weekend went. Um, I don't think anything else, like, monumental happened. Um, my mommy's coming down today gonna bring me my clothes for winter my humidifier for my plants obviously not for me I'd rather my plants have humid titty than me um but for today's episode I was thinking about a couple of topics that I could talk about for this episode and I, after process of elimination and discussion with some of my close friends, I decided to do this one today. And I kind of want to make it a series on this podcast. So it's, it's called a guide too. And so today to kick it off, I'm going to do a guide to hookup culture. And I'm very excited about it because I have a lot to say about it and I have a uh, I feel like I have a general grip on it and uh, 
yeah. So I think we should just get right into it. Uh, a scam likely is calling me right now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's no one of importance and it is actually scam. Oh, okay. They hung up. Um, so I have, I have about seven points, you know, to break down how to, to really like have a good grip on hookup culture. Think of this kind of as a spark notes. Think of it as your guide. If you're thinking about, you know, diving into hookup culture, say you just got out of a relationship and you don't really know the ropes, you don't really know the ins and the outs, well, lucky for you, I have not had a relationship in a while and early, like a steady long one in a while. So I've learned a thing or two the past few years. I've learned a thing or two about college hookup culture, uh, being single in college, trying to find a relationship in college, and not trying to find a relationship in college. So I feel like I have a decent, you know, idea and credibility to give you guys this advice on hookup culture. Now, if you don't know what hookup culture is, it's basically um, this culture that the young generation slash my generation has curated, um, unfortunately, and it's basically where people only want to have sex or do physical things and they're not looking for a relationship. And it can get really sticky, it can get really tricky, because sometimes one or both of the people in said hookup relationship don't communicate well, and there can be a lot of miscommunication, like, a lot. And I'll get, I'll get into it, don't worry, but that's kind of, you know... It's kind of this culture that can be really toxic if it's not done or uh, executed properly. It can be pretty liberating and it can it can be fun and, you know, not harmful to your feelings and to your body and in, in, in general. If it's done strategically, safely, and, you know, openly. So let's just dive right into it. So, one of the main things that I found when diving into hookup culture is that whatever you do, do not fall in love. If you're someone that fall in loves, falls in love easily, then don't participate in hookup culture. And if you want to still participate in hooking up with people, then you need to, like, figure out a way to separate your emotions from sex. Because for the longest time, I associated sex and, and being physical with someone with a relationship slash love slash feelings, and which is completely normal. So if you associate sex with 
a relationship or, you know, having feelings for someone, that's normal and that's, like, that's good. But if you're wanting to just be physical with someone, you have to take those, you know, notions that you've always known of associating those two together. You need to take that. Don't forget about it, but you just need to take that and lock it away in a box. And you need you need to just like not forget how to do that because you'll need it later in life whenever you meet someone that actually like you're going to spend the rest of your life with. You can't forget about that. So you have to just take it, maybe put it in a little envelope, seal it, sign it, and put it in a drawer and then in, in a safe and then be able to take it back out whenever the time's ready. So now that you have that association with sex and being in love, now that we have that packaged away, now we can move on. Whenever you're in a situation where, you know, you either have a fuck buddy or you're just literally hooking up with someone you met or you found someone on Tinder or whatever and you're just looking for sex. Now, the most the cr- most important part is setting boundaries. If you set boundaries with the person that you are doing said activities with, then it's very important that you say, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. This is merely just a physical thing. And if they're on the same page and they're mature enough about it to like say, okay, yeah, I'm down. Like that's what I'm looking for too. Or they'll say, thank you for letting me know, but I, you know, I'm actually looking for a relationship and I, I want more than just a hookup. Both of those responses are completely valid and okay. That's a very mature thing to do and also your safest bet. If I found that if you are going into it blind with absolutely no communication, then it is extremely likely that you're going to get hurt or you're going to hurt the other person because I have had, (laughs) I've had uh, one too many heartbreaks to, you know, to not know this. I, whenever I first kind of dived into this whole culture, um, it was completely jarring because one, I was still emotionally unstable from, um, just had I had just gotten out of relationship so my heart my head my body was still in relationship mode and that is where it can go wrong really really quickly because the other person that you might be hooking up with is in hookup mode their heart and their head are in hookup mode no no emotions attached but you are and so it can get really dangerous because this person can recognize that and then take advantage 
of you being vulnerable in that like in that time of your life and if if you're you know going into this whenever they've already been in this culture and in in this mode for however long but they don't communicate that with you you're going to get taken advantage of and your heart ripped out and fucking chewed on and it's gonna suck really bad I remember um I one of the first kind of situationships I had um was very toxic because like I said I had just gotten out of a relationship and uh a long one might I add and um and I, you know, had this situationship with a guy, which, by the way, a situationship is kind of, like, where you hang out a lot, you, it's mainly physical, but, like, you talk every day. It's basically a relationship, but the one or both people don't want to date. So, um, I had this situationship with this guy, and I was literally at his beck and call. I, I literally, like, he would call me or text me at, like, the wee hours of the morning, and I'd answer, and I would drive, and I would drive, like, a decent distance across town to go stay at this guy's house, and I just, I did it without thinking because I was so emotionally unstable, And I, like, needed that affection. And I needed that attention from someone because I was so used to having that attention and affection for, like, over a year from that relationship I was just in. And I would do anything. Like, in that moment, I would have done anything to, like, get that comfort back. And so I didn't know how to do this whenever I was in that situationship because I had you know I I hadn't no I didn't know to set boundaries I knew how to you know set sexual boundaries but not like emotional boundaries that would have was going to save me a lot of hurt and I just didn't I just didn't know any better and that's another reason why I made this episode because if you had, if you're someone who just got into a relationship or you've never, or got out of a relationship or you've just never kind of participated in said culture, then it can be really dangerous if you don't know, you know, some, some signs of, of what to do and what not to do, what to look for and, and how to interpret those things. So setting boundaries is genuinely Rule number one, okay? Well, rule number one technically was do not fall in love. But all of the steps that I'm about to explain are needed in, are needed in order for you to not fall in love when participating in said hookup culture, okay? So <clears throat> here are some clear signs that, oh, wow. I have my window open right now. Sorry if you can hear all the 
the trucks and, and buses and shit. But some signs that the other person um, only wants just sex and not a relationship. Number one, uh, if they're only Snapchatting you mainly at night or only texting you mainly at night, that's a clear indicator that they're only kind of reserving you for nighttime. And, um, you know, some, some spicy conversations or if you're nearby, the opportunity for a potential hookup. Um, and this is where you also need to have those boundaries. If you know you don't want to just be someone's weekend hurrah or if you know you don't want to just be reserved for nighttime for whenever someone's going to only pay attention to you then, that's something you need to look out for and you need to take a step back and be like, is this, is this what I want? Because if you feel like you're not being prioritized, then that means you probably shouldn't you're not ready to participate in this culture because I've learned that people who just want to hook up don't prioritize you until you're needed, until they're feeling a little twirly. And it, it should go the same for you. You shouldn't prioritize them and, and make sure you're catering to them and responding to them at a, you know, quick response. You, um, it, it should be the same amount of energy given and by energy I mean very little because if it's purely a physical thing then there won't be much effort to it there will just be like some kind of comfortability around each other and trust maybe a little bit of trust and like that's pretty much it so if if you're looking for more than that it's probably not wise that you, you know, hook up with someone because you're going to get, you're going to end up getting hurt. And this also, all of this that I'm going to say in this episode, kind of, you should probably listen to my episode of being single because if you're participating in hookup culture, I would hope you're single. And I talk a lot about, you know, knowing your self-worth and, and valuing yourself and, um, and knowing, you know, what you want and what you don't want and h how you should be treated and what you will and won't put up with. So I go really deep into that. So I definitely recommend listening to that either before or after this episode. But, uh, yeah, another point, if this other person doesn't ask about you at all, like your interests and, you know, what you did that day and and whatnot. Like, they're not interested in, in you. They're not interested in your heart. And that's a clear indicator that they're only interested in your good parts, your, your yiddies and your biddies. And that's, and if, again, if that's not something that, like, if you want more than that, then get out of there because the other person isn't gonna you can't you can't change them 
if that's what they want and that's the only thing they want, then that's the only thing they're going to get in their own. Like, you can't, no matter how good you think you are and how great of a person you are, you cannot change their mind about whether or not if they want a relationship. That's another thing I learned is that if they just want sex, that's all they want. And if they're going to sit there and they're going to act like that's more than what they want, but in their heart, they only want sex, but they're acting like they want more than sex. Again, that's where you need to lay out the boundaries. If their situationships are fucked up, especially if you want a relationship and the other person doesn't, like I was talking about earlier, if you are in a situationship, first of all, you should probably get out. But if you are, then it's, there's a lot of room for error because, I don't know, it's, 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 it's really complicated and a lot, every, every, um, situation is different because sometimes, you know, say for a guy and a girl, because that's what I've experienced. Like if I, if I want, if I want a situationship because I enjoy the comfort and the, the attention and so does the other person, I think a situationship could work out nicely. That's kind of like the same thing as like a friends with benefits, I think. But if you have those clear set boundaries that like this isn't going anywhere, like, this is purely just a physical thing, then you're golden. Because if you can get, you know, that, that comfort and that physicalness, then without falling in love with this person, which props to any of you who actually can do that. I don't, I don't think that anyone can actually do that without lying to themselves, but you might be out there. I don't know. Not me. Uh, yeah, no. Um, if you ever, if you don't have, like, actual conversations or, like, very little to none, that's also an indicator that they don't really want a relationship with you because if they're, if you're not actually having conversations that are worth something, like, like I was talking about earlier, if they're not telling you about their day or asking about yours or, um, you know, you're not talking about personal things like your your families and your favorite memories and like actually getting to know them then if they haven't asked that I just assume that they don't want to know because they don't really care enough to know you know what I mean um oh my coffee I I got oh no ew a little bug on it um four shots of espresso in that so you can imagine how my state of being was about 30 minutes ago um (coughs) what's another one um and all of these things that like involve like these signs are things to pay attention to if you aren't someone who are is comfortable enough in setting boundaries so again if you're not comfortable enough setting boundaries, one, you need to. You just got to bite the bullet. Put your big girl panties on and just do it because you're going to 
you know, you're going to save a lot of trauma for you, yourself, and the other person. But um, if for whatever reason if that's just not going to happen realistically, then these are things that you can kind of look out for that will tell you if the other person does or doesn't want a relationship or if it's just like a sex thing. If they never ask for your number, that probably, and it's just like a Snapchat thing or it just kind of stays on a dating app, then you're... That's probably also, like, again, something where they're not, like, interested enough. And this this one's kind of hard because I've had people in the past who, like, also just want sex but ask for my number. Um, and if they do ask for your number, like, after you've been Snapchatting, don't get too excited because it could just be, like, that they don't like using Snapchat or beep or they, you know you're they're coming over your house tonight and they you know want you to send them their your location or whatever the fuck like another important thing about hookup culture is that you can't overthink things like if if a guy which feels very counterintuitive of everything I'm saying right now because it's like you have to take all of these points with a grain of salt guys <laughs> take like I've said probably many times before Take everything I say with a grain of salt because a guy, like the, the next points that I make about things that they might want, they might want more than just sex, those points could still literally like mean nothing because people, typically guys, are just very confusing and frustrating. So... Um, yeah, if, if they don't ask for your number, that'll typically mean that, you know, it's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, it's probably just going to be a, a little game because guys like to play games. Um, I'm sure girls do too, but guys are known for it. So clear signs that this person might want more than sex or whatever they might you know want they're interested in hanging out with you during the day that could mean that they're interested in exploring a deeper relationship with you so if this person you know asks hey do you want to go get dinner or hey you want to go grab lunch um you know, if you hadn't already been hanging out. Basically, if they ask you on a date, if they take you on more than two dates, I'd say that's a pretty good indicator that they are interested in more than just sex with you. Now, that isn't always true because they could take you on multiple dates but still say that they only want sex, which... It's really fucked up because it just doesn't make sense. Like, why are you taking me on a date if you don't want to date me? However, I'm not going to question it because uh, free food. So, I'm, I usually just let guys do that, their own thing. I don't really pay attention too much on how many dates I'm going on 
typically it's none uh in hookup culture you're it's really just like a in and out situation um metaphorically and physically uh in and out so if they want something more than just sex they're probably gonna ask about your day they're gonna they're gonna you know text you frequently whether that be text on snapchat text on like not messaging snapchat but like photo snapping but with text over it or actually texting you or calling you if they're calling you just to talk babe but that that I want to say nine times out of ten they're probably wanting more than just sex now let's keep in mind guys what did I say about boundaries if you met this person on tinder and they are you know calling you and but you only wanted sex and you're getting these signs that they want something more you got to stop them right there and you got to say hey I just want to reiterate that like I don't want a relationship that's just not what I'm looking for right now because they might start falling in love with you listen if you're listening to this podcast you're probably hot and awesome so you got to say hey buddy I could tell you're falling in love with me and I need you to pipe it down a little bit because it's not what I'm looking for. And if that is what you're looking for, that's awesome. But we can't continue this because I'm not looking for that. And that's just, I don't want that expectation. And I don't want that pressure. Again, setting these boundaries is extremely important, but it's also extremely hard and kind of uncomfortable because you're basically rejecting someone, especially in that, in that scenario. And setting boundaries is nice whenever you say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm not looking for. And then they say, okay, yeah, same. And you're like, oh, okay, that's great. But sometimes there are going to be those situations where you have to say, listen, you know, you got to look at the signs, look at it logistically, write it down, list it out of their behaviors. Now, you can't hyperanalyze them because their behaviors are sometimes a little different than their actual intentions. So, if a guy is acting a certain way, that doesn't always mean that he wants that. So, if he's doing all of these things that, like, the clear indicators that they might want something more than sex, if they're doing all these things, that doesn't always mean that they want something more than sex because men are very, very complex and dumb. So, (laughs) moving on. Um, if they, like I said earlier, if they ask you about your life and how your day went, if they're calling you on the phone, that might mean that they want, you know, they're interested in getting to know you and your heart and not just your biddies and your yiddies. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said earlier, also, if they take you on a date more than once, that's also, that's, that's, tread carefully with that because you never know. Free food, I usually see all these points are so hard because it's like if you just ask straight up hey what are you looking for in this hey do you want a relationship hey is this just a physical thing it's you save so much time energy probably money probably faking it uh probably not actually enjoying yourself winning an oscar so yeah if they start Um, if a guy starts showing you random pictures from his camera roll, I think that's, like, their subtle way of saying, like, hey, I like you. 
with like unprompted you didn't even ask to see said pictures they just like whip out their camera roll and they're like oh yeah this is like this is my dog from whenever I was six years old look at how stinging cute he is oh yeah this is whenever I went to Myrtle Beach with my mom and my dad back in 2013 you're like okay nice okay (laughs) but like unprompted and they just start doing that I think that's like their way of like saying hey I want to show you my heart not just my yitty you know um good morning texts you know I wrote this and (sighs) do what you will with this information because not all the time again this means that they want more than sex but typically if a guy only wants sex aka hookup culture they're not gonna send you these good morning texts or these good night texts every night like they're not gonna do these things because their emotions are so far gone so far gone that they're only left with the hormones that are coming from their testicles so uh yeah you gotta take these signs with a grain of salt guys because you just never know you never really know anyone's true intentions if you're not going to set these boundaries that's why it's so important to establish these boundaries if that's if there's one thing i've learned if i had to take if i had a gun in my head and said only, you're only allowed to say one thing you learned about hookup culture and these weird relationships. It's that setting boundaries will save you a lot of time, a lot of heartbreak, and a lot of um, a lot of trust issues. I have developed severe trust issues because I kind of put a lot of trust in this person that I was quote-unquote talking to and I hadn't kind of dissociated my emotions with being physical with someone and it it caused a lot of trust issues because I kind of later found that that's not what they wanted I didn't set those boundaries and I got really really hurt and I got really emotionally attached to this person because I had put so much trust in them and but and it's so unfair because like they're fine and it was just kind of me who got the shit end of the stick because I was so emotionally invested in this person and in this situationship that I was in because I hadn't you know one set boundaries and two separated those two aspects of you know, emotions, falling in love, caring deeply, caring about their well-being, making sure they're being tended to and feeling comfortable. And then also just, you know, being physical and and that being it. So I hadn't really um, separated those two. And that's what caused me a lot of pain and really solidified my trust issues um and so now it's kind of made me hostile when it comes to guys because I just immediately assume that they're gonna just tear me to shreds or like I've just it's made me almost more cynical and it's really upsetting 
to admit, but it's made me cynical in a way that I just assume that every guy on the planet that talks to me only wants one thing. And it's kind of made me, you know, back out a little bit because I am such a lovey-dovey person. And so when someone that I am attracted to doesn't want that kind of connection that I want, it can cause a lot of distrust and it can cause, you know, it's, it's basically like rejection whenever you want a relationship with this person and they don't. Um, it's just like a sex thing for them. It was just a hookup. It can be very, um, jarring and, uh, very, very upsetting when you give yourself to this person and you expect them to give you themselves back on a deeper level because that's, you know, again, you hadn't disassociated emotion with sex. And so you're still kind of expecting that deeper connection, but you're not going to get that. And I want to say 90% of the time in college, you're not going to get it because there, especially if you go to a big school, there's just such a huge pool of people that you like guys specifically, and I'm going to target them just because that's what I've had experience with. Like, they, they just, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I want to just, I want to be a dude for a day. A a dude that goes to my college. I just want to, like, understand the way they think and why they think the way they think and why they do what they do. Like, why they treat certain girls that they hook up with like their girlfriend but actually don't want a girlfriend like is extremely baffling and complex and if you haven't been able to tell yet I am still struggling with that separation of emotion and hookup but I've definitely gotten better at it um still sometimes can get hurt because I just I'm a hopeless romantic okay I'm a hopeless romantic but I also enjoy having a good time so that's where things can get complicated but just know if you're walking into hookup culture and you want to say hey I'm going to test the waters just know you're probably not going to get out you're you're not going to get out of that that closet unhurt so hate to be the bearer of bad news miss debbie downer today but you probably will cry at least once especially whenever you find them like you find you're like with them and you know it's it's a friday night and you're with them in their bed and you see their phone and it's like uh, like oh 32 new tinder matches you're like oh (laughs) good good stuff (coughs) um and lastly avoid sleepovers at all costs I found that this is the most effective method to dissociating my emotions with the sex part because 
I love sleep. I find comfort in sleep. I associate sleep with, you know, trust and um, in connection. So whenever I say, like, say you go, you hook up with someone that you have been talking to for like a week now from a dating app and you go over there and you sleep over. Now, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to sleep there. And, but if you have the chance to not stay there and you can walk home safely in, in, in a close vicinity and, or you can Uber do that. If you have those options or a friend can come pick you up, if you have those options, take it. Do not like set that boundary for yourself that like, I'm not going to stay at this person's house because I know that sleep, sleeping, physically sleeping with someone and waking up next to them is too much of a relationship element for me. I need to not do that in order for me to not get my heart ripped to fucking shreds. Then so be it. If that's how, if that's like, you know, and that kind of like, I'll I'll probably talk about this in another, like a guide too, but you know, it's kind of also a chase for guys because the less available you are to guys, the better chance you have of making them chase you. We don't chase men. Ladies, if you're listening, we do not chase men. We attract them because as soon as we become unavailable to them, they are fully available to us. And I know I'm right. I know I am. I'm 50% of the time I am wrong. And this is the other 50 right now because I am right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so if you have a sleepover with them, leave as soon as possible. Do not stay. Do not go to breakfast. Do not sit there and have a cup of coffee with them. Uh, just wake up. It's better if they're still sleeping because, again, if you've set that boundary where it's like you know that they only want sex, you get out of there. It's not mean. Ladies, stop worrying about if you're going to be mean to them. Stop it, okay? Just do it. Get out of there. Call an Uber. Call me. Most of the people listening right now are within this city or are close to me. Call me. I'll come get you, girl. If you got to get out of there, because if you stay any longer, you're going to get stuck. Then, ooh, little puppy. Then, call me. I'll come get you if it's going to save a heartbreak. Okay? So. Anyways. I think that's it. I think that kind of covers it a little bit. I could probably think of about like 18 more points, but due to time and attention spans, I am going to have to wrap it up today. So, um, yeah, I hope you, um, enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you can follow the pod on Instagram at argue with the wall, but the width is a W. And you can subscribe to the YouTube channel because I also video record these and it can feel like you're actually sitting in my living room with me 
or not, you can listen to the audio version on wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck. Typically where you stream your music, you can find podcasts. So, um, you can also follow the pod on wherever you're streaming it as well and rate it. I know you can on Spotify at least. And, uh, yeah, I post every Tuesday. I try to at least. And, um, so I will see you guys next week.